I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the hands. I still ain't figured this out. She said he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. If this is your first time tuning in, man, welcome. PlatformCollection.com is where you find us. Go there, support the artists we support. Man, we got some cool things going on. Go check out all the other shows. Um, man, YouTube is blowing up. Check out Tumex's new show. We just launched that. Uh, there's already 11 episodes. You guys are showing mad love on that. Thank you so much for doing that. But today, man, I'm excited. Um, I have the homegirl Zelly vibes with me. And um, I'm excited about this, man. I, I want to hear the story. I want to get um, into the nitty gritty of her journey. Um, she's been having a lot of success in these last couple years. Um, and we've had the pleasure of uh, performing with her, hosting for her. It's been it's been awesome to see her come up. Um, but yeah, with no further ado, it's my homegirl Zelly Vibes in the house. Zelly, are you unmuted? There you go. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Zelly. What's good? What's good? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yo, so I am excited to have you here as well. Um, I want to get into your story. I've done some research on my own, and I, there's a lot of stuff I want to ask you about. But you've had quite a journey in these last couple years, dude, and it's super inspiring. Your story is super inspiring. Um, your work ethic is super inspiring. Um and I know you're going to have a lot of insight to give to our listeners. We get a lot of young artists that listen to the show, always looking for insight. So it's your first time on the show. So let's start from the beginning. Where where were you born? I was actually born in Fortuna, California, uh-huh. which is 14 hours away from here. It's like up north by Eureka. Okay. Very small town. And yeah, I was born there. and But I was raised in Mexico and then brought to America. And then I've been here in Las Vegas ever since. So you you were were you brought as like a child teenager? Yeah, like yeah, a, as a child. Uh, I I came out here towards the end of fifth grade, and then I started sixth grade here. Oh, was that tough? Was it tough? Were you? Did you speak English? No, I didn't. I came here knowing no English. It was a culture shock. It was so hard. I, it was it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, were you? Um, how long did it take before you started to be able to speak English and like kind of um, at least have a better understanding of like the culture here? Um, I want to say definitely towards high school. I mean, you know, I, when I came out here, I liked it. Like I remember listening to music and I'm like, I mean, I used to live by the border. Yeah. And so Nora, 15 minutes away from Arizona. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I was hip to the music, you know, because I would watch MTV and stuff. And when you're in the border, you hear a lot of um, music from from U.S. But actually living here, yeah, it was really hard. I had I was like in special classes. Yeah. I think it was called like ELL or something like that. E- e- ESL, English. I think. ESL, right? Yeah. English. English language, something. Secondary language, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. And I was in those classes all the way up to high school. Like, 
it was it was really really hard um I mean I've always had an accent it's gotten better I feel like every year I keep learning new words still mm-hmm. yeah. this day yeah because you know the th- what was hard for me was that when I came out here shortly after I got here so like sixth grade that's when we started doing when I started doing the music professionally yeah I, I started with Spanish music only right 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 so what exactly Instead was it like mariachi music. or was it like you know what yeah. kind of spanish music yeah it was mainly mariachi music wow um and so you know instead of practicing and and all of that i was rehearsing my spanish music i was i didn't really um have anyone in the house that spoke fully english and we didn't have cable or anything like that so i really only was stuck with the radio like whatever i would hear on music and i remember having a a a boombox, and I would just record what I would hear on the radio so I could listen to it over and over again, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, so I feel like that kind of helped me. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it was really tough for me. Like, I, I felt, I feel like, you know what, uh, last year is when I felt like I realized that 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 changed so drastically. Like, it, it really did something to me. Like, I feel like I'm... I realized that it hurt me more than I thought, you know, like oh, I still wow. needed to, to recognize that and, and like heal from that. Like you have to first accept it and make peace with this so and you can let it go, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was really tough. Like I just felt like, um, you know, being a child in America, like coming, not, I'm sure not you felt very family. alone. Yeah. You feel yeah. really alone. You kids make fun of you, you know? And you know that you're cool. Like I knew I was cool. I like cool <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was it was the fact of like it was hard know, to relate. Yeah, it was hard yeah. to relate. And then I had my my Spanish music going on and it was going really great, but I was even embarrassed to I to to talk about it. I remember kids would come with the newspaper um articles of, of me performing at places they'll be like this is you this is you i'd be like no it's not what are you talking about i just uh, deny it deny it deny it i didn't start getting comfortable and letting people know that i that I sang up until like senior year in high school and that's only because um i joined choir and i would get solos and, and stuff like that so yeah you know um i couldn't hide it yeah. So did you think that, you know, you're growing up and obviously it's weird, man, because I, you know, I hear your story and I was just talking to somebody about this, about you. I was like, you have a very, even though you're from your, are you first generation here? Right. Yeah. Right. First generation. Yeah. So first generation yeah. here, but your story is in a very American story of like perseverance and pushing through and like, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, it's a crazy story. Okay. So you're making music. You, you, you kind of come out of the music closet when you're 18 yeah. ish around that time. Right. Um, what, what was the thing that kind of led you into starting to like experiment with English music? Cause you said you were listening to it a lot, but right. obviously taking it on as like something that you want to do is a big step. Like what made you finally right. do that? Um, you know, I just thought about something real quick before I answer that question yeah. that I feel like I've been like lately I've been dying to get on, on interviews so I can talk about this because I feel like I really want to use my platform to 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 share this because I feel like we're going through this change. But what I was going to tell you is, um, you know, even coming to America, I when I actually started making friends 
Um, it was, you know, I had, you know, you come to America, there's people from all over the world, you know? Right. So I had my Hispanic friends, also my black friends, my white friends. And um, I remember, you know, uh, just mocking everything they would do or say, you know, all the slang words and, and things like that. And I remember um, that's how I started using the, the N word, you know? Now uh -huh. I know, obviously, I don't use it. I don't say it. But um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about that because, you know, I, I've been um, uh, like listening a lot and uh, I just feel like I need to talk about it, you know? Sure. And I feel like coming to America, I didn't know any better because like I said, my, my black friends were not telling me not to say it, you know, that they were right. calling me the N word. So they were teaching me how to, well, actually hanging out with them was teaching me how to say it. And, and I knew it wasn't a word that you, I didn't even, I never even thought about using it in a bad term. Right, it was right, just right, how right. They, I would hear them using it, how I would hear it in music. So I, for the longest, I, yes, I did use it, but then um, it wasn't until, I'm going to tell you the story because sure. I, this is crazy. I was, I remember walking with my friend, one of my friends and um, she, uh, she wasn't black. She was uh, Hispanic, but she did look white. Uh -huh. And I remember walking with her on my way home and she, you know, was using the N-word. There was a, a group of black kids behind us. And, you know, maybe one or whoever got offended from that group of kids. I didn't even know them. Yeah. Um, and uh, they heard her say that, but they just started throwing rocks at us. And, like, I was so upset. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like, what the fuck? So it didn't dawn on me. But then later on, you know, when you grow up and you start listening to how maybe not your friends might get offended, but other people might get offended, you know? And so it just, I just realized that that, that wasn't what I wanted to, to do. I didn't want to offend people, yeah. especially, you know, just me thinking like, I don't know, like I just didn't feel comfortable with that, you know? And I stopped using the word. So why is, why is it, why yeah, do you I feel, feel like why do you feel like it's like heavy on your heart? Like, why is that heavy on your heart right now? Because I feel like because I'm I'm on my journey to being not just like not a racist, you know, but I'm on this journey to like really listen, listening to to people and like uh, having compassion and being empathetic, you know, yeah, yeah. with everything going on in the world. Um, I feel like there's a lot of Spanish people who use the N word, mm -hmm. but do not realize that offends other people because their friends don't care that they say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like until this day, my, my friends who are black call me that word, but sure. I doesn't I just don't feel the right to say it because if you're gonna be saying the word then you gotta be ready for whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah, be yeah. ready for, for whatever through thick and thin. And that means that if someone gets offended, just because your friends don't get offended, but if someone gets offended then you know what I mean, like um then you're just gonna have to be ready to to confront that and, yeah. and be okay with that, you know. And I feel like it's heavy in my heart right now because a lot of of injustice going on in the world, you know. And I just you gotta really think about it. Like, what am I? What are my values? Like, what what do I really want to share with the world? How can I be changing the world? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just feel like it's important for me 
to talk about, especially if I, I'm on a platform like yours. Yeah, you man. know where I can change, share my point of view, and what, 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 the reason why I brought it up is because a lot of people come to America and they they don't know English, so they start learning, and you hear music and you hear people saying it around you, so right. you don't really think about it. You know, so um, I think it's important to talk about it. That's that's, really that's super dope. I mean, that's super dope, and thank you for sharing that. I know that's a it's always a, a touchy subject, especially, and I would say this especially with Latinos because we grow up in communities with Black people, and 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 Black right. and Brown people have have had such a connection throughout the years, both good and bad, negative and positive, just like any other people. But I right. think that is super important to talk, and it's it's uh, it's brave. I talked to um, you know sixty East. You know, 60 East is so he's an artist here. He's here in California. He throws a a festival called the happiness of pursuit festival. And he recently, he's a, he's a, um, of Mexican descent as well. And he was recently talking to me about something very similar to that. Like how once he educated himself on a lot of these things, he started to see like the empathy that he needed to have, whether he thought he felt it was wrong or not, it didn't really even matter. It it mattered more to, the people that he could be hurting. It's not about us, right? Right, it's not right. About us. It's about listening to people who are offended, who are dealing with the injustice. Yeah. You know, and and that's really where it comes to not being a non-racist, but an anti-racist, and actually yeah. doing our job. And and because it's not it's not people's jobs to educate us, but I just feel like because. I do have this platform. Yeah. It's important for me to do my part. I feel like. You know, it's more than just sharing a post online. Like, are you really listening? Are you really doing your part? And I just really been reflecting on life and like, how did that happen? Like, how, why did I feel comfortable to say the word? And how did I stop using it? And I just feel like, I don't know, maybe it can inspire other people to, to reflect and choose what they want to, you know, go with like if they want to you know what I mean you never know like I don't know me personally I feel like I just think it's it's offensive whether it's offensive to one person or everybody it's still offensive to one yeah so I'm just gonna move like that you know that's dope man dude shout out to you that's super super dope um thank you I appreciate you damn Zelly you you a deep motherfucker Zelly (laughs) and I'm a chill ass bitch man I just be I just be minding my business and and doing my part, you know. I just but it's it, it's but cool I though. You. I like the um I like the fact that it's part of the narrative of what you're talking about. I, okay, let's get back in the story. Um, so yeah. in 19, you start to when do you start to like experiment with like the English side of music? Let's let's start the journey of like when the right. idea of Zelly vibes starts mm-hmm. coming into your mind. When did that happen? Right. Well, man, by this time, let me tell you the reason why. I, people didn't see me go through this because behind the scenes, um, I was from like 14, I was already writing English music. It's just that, you know, I was doing Spanish music. And so I just never released that, you know, and, and two, um, you know, kind of like putting yourself in a box when you're young, it's like, you know, I'm Spanish. Uh, there's not really a lot of girls like 
me that are successful, you know? For At the sure. time, that's how I viewed it. Sure. And so, like, I don't even think, I don't know, like, will people even, even like what I do, you know? Like, I yeah. don't know. So I didn't have the confidence, number one. Number two, um, I was already doing Spanish music, and my parents were very, very involved. My Spanish teacher, Isela Gutierrez. Yeah. Um, She's my performance teacher. And at the time she was, she was playing the role of like being my manager as well. Yeah. I traveled, I, I traveled, I sang at private parties, schools, contests. So you were like well on your way in that direction already. Oh, yeah. 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 If you like, yes, yes. Like if you, if you Google my name in Spanish or English, you'll, you'll find shit, you know, yep. on it. I, I, uh, I was in TV contests. Um, I did, I like everywhere, you know, since a young age and it was, it was beautiful. Now, the reason why I feel like I'm the performer that I am now is because of all of that, you know, that, yeah, that yeah. I went through being a child, but was it tough? Yes. Did I have a normal childhood? No, I didn't. I didn't actually. It was really tough. Um, I was performing. I was performing everywhere, private parties, schools, all that. I mean, I would literally skip school to do all these things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even to the point where, and my parents, I know my parents are great people. They just wanted the best for me. And um, yeah, they just, I just loved it so much that they, they would just support me, you know? And like, uh, but it was tough. I, I wasn't allowed to do anything other than music or even had the time I was in rehearsals or performing. And wow. my parents were pretty strict about that. Yeah. I couldn't go to the movies, hang out with my friends, do any of that until probably like I was like a senior in high school. When you look you know, back like, on that, was that like a, was that a positive experience or did you feel like, what, what, cause what kind of kid were you? You know what I mean? Like if your parents had to describe you, like what, what, what would they say? Around I that feel time? like I was, when it came down to the music, it made me very happy. But see, if we really go back, like it was, a positive and a negative at the same time. It was a positive because yes, I liked it and I I was good at it and now it has impacted my life in a way that I'm very grateful for. But during the time I was going through a lot, you know? Yeah. I didn't really know how to speak English very well. And doing all that Spanish stuff after school wasn't helping. You know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like helping right, me. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't. I felt behind all the time. Um I felt like it, it kind of because it got so serious, you know. It was I was having so much fun, and then it just turned into a business. I was making money at a young yeah, age. Yeah, it was like a job performing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it was a job. I was performing. I was even at one point. I was even performing at restaurants. Oh wow! Until like eleven p.m. at night, and then I had to go to school the next day. You know, and did I? Did I ever like? Uh, like, I had everything a kid could want, you know, internet, a bed, food, clothes. I even had a cell phone in high school. Yeah. That's a lot to me, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't know in Mexico kids that have all that, you know? Yeah. And so it was cool in that sense, but it was, I felt like I was already going through a culture shock, number one. Um, and my parents were very strict. I was a kid. So I feel like that led me to be rebellious. And oh, okay. so, yeah, I started being a bad kid, like bad in a sense of like ditching right. and doing the things that my parents weren't letting me do um, after school, during school hours, because that's the only time I could. Oh, you I know? got you. Got you. Yeah. yeah. And so 
yeah, I would ditch a lot. Um, but shout out to my mom because my mom, she was on that shit. Like she, thanks to her, I graduated high school. You know, she realized, yeah. she realized what was going on. I went to hella schools. Like she kept switching me from school to school until finally she put me in this school for foreign exchange students. Oh, and wow. so she put me in this school where I had to have C and C plus, you know, C and up. Like yeah. I didn't be below that. And um, it was, I actually even graduated early, you know, from that. Yeah. I became school body president. I, cause he was only like 150 students uh-huh. and they were from all over the world. Like it was, it was a lot different. Like kids didn't give a fuck, you know, they just, they were happy they were in America. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a lot different. So that's, that's, um, I was really bad. So, but during all this time, um, I remember Ms. Wickham, which was my choir teacher. She was the first person that I, I started showing her my songwriting skills. Yeah. And I would perform my songs for her. So she, she's the one that really gave me the confidence. In English. To keep going with that. Huh? In English? Yeah. Oh, wow. And yeah. so did, did you know... I mean, what was her response? Did it was it positive? Were she you like, it. "Oh, there's something she really here"? Yeah, yeah, definitely. She actually would even call the the teachers and my principal to hear me sing. Like, they, she oh, wow. believed me so much. She actually even got me to sing the national anthem in English for my graduation. Wow! Wow! Yeah. That yeah, is such. Did. I mean, you got like a little mini movie here. Bro, I'm bro, Yo, it's okay, crazy. but but hold on. Okay, so you start you start writing that. Um yeah. because that's the thing. Like I love that this is why I love having people like yourself on because when we watch your videos, we're watching like this complete, like completed package, right? We're watching it right. and there's so much you can assume by looking at it, but this is what right. I like. It's it's the fact that people, especially young artists, if you're listening, the journey is like, I mean, she had already gone through an entire musical journey already before she even got to the starting line to start doing what she's doing right now. And that's, uh, that's again, like one of the things we talk about on this show a lot is that the, um, the number one skill that I keep hearing artists, I over 300 episodes now, right. Talking to a bunch of artists, all of them kind of agree on the same thing is that at, at the end of the day, it's more about perseverance and then there's like talent, there's all that other stuff. But that very top one is like mm-hmm. the don't quit thing, right? Like the don't quit attitude of no matter what, I'm going to keep going. So when right. you started getting into the, obviously, I got to think that your parents, your, you had a, you, you pretty much had a whole organization around you yes. pushing the Spanish thing. So when you start looking into English music, is there a worry from them? Are they like, holy shit, what oh is she my doing? God, bro. Yeah. Tell you. Yeah. That this went down. So yeah. So after high school, I realized that it was kind of like I went through something where I felt like, is it is this because am I still doing music because I love it, or is it because my parents? Yeah. Because I want to make my parents happy, like because I used to have so much fun, but now it's feeling so like crazy. Like I don't even know. Like it just it was starting to feel like really intense and like very demanding and shit, you know? But so, um, I decided to give myself the opportunity to let go and see and decide for myself, you know? So when I told my parents and my teacher that I just 
that I wanted to take a break from it. They went nuts. They were nuts. They were like, they could not believe it. They were like, you're just so close. Like, I can't, all this money, time, invested yeah, yeah. effort into this. Like, how can you do this to us? Blah, blah, blah. My teacher was very disappointed. I mean, imagine that. I'm like so young. I'm going, I have trauma. Yeah. Personal trauma. You know, I have personal trauma. And then on top of that, because um, my mom was like, my mom, I love my mom. And we, we've grown so much from all of this. Because I don't want people to think I'm talking about my parents. And yeah, I don't want to bash my parents. You know what sure, I mean? Like, I'm sure. very grateful for my, for my parents. My parents have been the best. Done the best with what they could. But, yeah, I feel like my mom, you know, with her background, she just got very zoned in. And, like, it just took over her, I guess, or something. And it just became a little bit toxic, you know? It just became yeah. a little bit toxic. Like, shit, you know, if I wasn't hitting the notes right, I was getting pinched by my teacher or my, oh, my wow. mom. You know what I mean? It got like that. It got like something like a whoa, whoa. Like, because I'm, I'm sure in some, in some way, your mom probably saw this, like the loving part of her probably saw it as this is my way to keep her safe, right? Like, if she just does right. this, she'll be set up. She's good to go, right. and she yeah. did it. I don't have to worry, right? Yeah. And then you breaking yeah. away from that is had to have worried her because she's like, oh shit, there goes the plan. Like right. the whole plan and is going to shit. Right. And, but you got to think about it too. Like we come from a very humble environment. Like yeah. where my mom comes from, she comes from a rancho, like a ranch, you know, like she comes from a very small town. Like I'm talking about no pavement, cornfields and yeah. all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? So this was a huge opportunity for her daughter, which I totally understand. And so the way that they grew up, like when my mom used to go to school, they used to hit her. The teacher used to hit her. Yeah. 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 So what I'm saying is that I don't, now that I'm older, before I had a lot of resentment because of these things. That's why whenever I listen to interviews by like Michael Jackson and like hearing the stories of her, of his dad, like beating him and stuff. I understand that because I too would get smacked if I didn't hit a no right, right, if I didn't perform right. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was really tough. So then I decided to to let go for a little bit. So, but then my teacher would, it was like they were in denial, you know? So huh. still up until like, I was like 19, they, it was like, I was like in and out. Like it's for like a whole year, I was in and out of it. Um, and then, yeah, they would still invite me to like perform at certain places. I would do it, but it wasn't like I was fully like I was before. And then I was about like 19 or 20. That's when I really, um, that's when I really started to feel weird because I went to college. I was going to college. I had a regular lifestyle. Yeah. Had an apartment, had an apartment, um, was going to college had a really good job. I was working for a call center, Sony PlayStation, yeah. doing like troubleshooting for PlayStations. So I was doing pretty well for myself, you know, like your typical life. Yeah. But I still remember, I remember messaging my friends and my mom and just telling them, like, I just feel like I'm not complete. Like something is missing and I don't know what it is. Like why I have all everything but yet I feel like it's not enough. Like I feel sad. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I just, I feel sad. I feel like something is going on and I can't pinpoint it. 
Yeah. So one day I went, oh, but by that time, so I, rem- I remember um, uh, YouTube was pretty popping and like, you know, people started doing covers and things like that. Right. So I started doing, just for fun, like on Facebook, I, I remember uploading a cover of me performing a song in Spanish still. I was still doing a Spanish thing. But in the background, I was already exploring um, with my sound. But yeah. I just... Yeah, I felt like I wasn't ready, like, I just, or confident enough to even share that. So, But with the Spanish share, you know, I was all, I was a professional, so right, right, right. I didn't mind doing that. And so I remember posting the cover, and people were so supportive on Facebook. So I'm like, that was fun. I haven't done that in a long, in a long time. That was what opened up the doors for me to do covers and uploading them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was, I had a lot of clout doing that. Yeah. On YouTube. Um, but then I remember I went to visit my performance teacher one day at her studio. And I told her, I said, I don't know. I just feel like something is missing. And she was like, well, let me ask you this. Like, what makes you feel complete? Yeah. Like, what makes you feel like, wow, like this fulfilling, you know, feeling. Right. And I said, I just thought about it for a second. And I'm like, number one, my family the people that I love and music. Like when I'm on stage performing, yeah. when I'm on stage performing, that's what makes me feel good. And I swear to God, I swear to you that ever since that day, and I realized that I didn't let go of music. Ever oh, since wow. that day. Yeah. So I started, I went back to doing Spanish music um, for a bit. And, but then it wasn't, but when I was a little bit older now, you know, so it got a little bit, a little bit even more serious where uh, uh, I was getting offers, you know, I was yeah. getting offers from labels and, and such. And so the problem was always them wanting to dictate how I would dress. Mm. It was kind of like I wasn't Mexican enough, you know? Oh, wow. I wasn't Mexican enough. Yeah, yeah. I, they wanted me to like tan my skin more. They wanted me to wear the hat and the boots and they wanted me to even date guys that look more Mexican, more Spanish. Oh, wow. Wanted me to talk with more slang, more Mexican slang and, and such. So I I just felt, like once again, like so disappointed. I'm like, once again, okay, now it's not my parents. Yeah. Now it's the labels that want me to do this. And so... I was like, what am I going to do? You know, I just felt kind of cornered into deciding what to do with my future. And it didn't cross my mind to just take it. But something in my heart that I can't explain, like a gut feeling, like something was telling me like, no, this is wrong. Like, you're really going to put yourself through through this all over again. Right. And I was right. like, no, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. And um, yeah, I went and I, uh, I, did it all over again. Disappointed my family. Disappointed my teacher oh, all shit. over again. And I was like, but this time I didn't quit. It's just that I said, I don't want to do this style. I think I want to do my own thing. Ooh. Right? And it was really tough because they didn't really understand. My did teacher you, was a little bit Did your mom cry? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. I know the Mexican um, moms. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, my teacher was a little bit more supportive, but she was just like, you know, uh, 
maybe, I don't know, like, I mean, I'm here to support you. She still does. She still supports me. I mean, my teacher, let me tell you about my teacher. Yeah. My teacher, she um, is someone that I, I owe something to her. Like, probably when I get my first plaque, I'm probably going to send her one. <laughs> because I owe her that, you know? Yeah. I mean, she's worked for the Grammys, Univision. She gets all, she like set up the stages and dancers and gets all the talent for them. Yeah. Um, she worked with like Ricky Martin. I mean, she saw Rick, Ricky Martin pass through her stage um, by the Fremont stage. Oh, wow. When Ricky Martin wasn't even Ricky Martin yet. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hella other artists. So my teacher, she's like, she went to Vegas Artists. School of Art, like the most prestigious school of art in the country in Mexico. Yeah. Like my teacher has traveled the world. Like she's someone that was really tough and that I really like admire. And and like still, I just felt like, dang, I, I really can't believe I'm doing this. You know, I didn't want to hurt someone that I cared so much right, about, but right. I really felt like I wasn't giving him at all, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it that must have been weird, though, right? Because that w it was like her advice, really. Right. Her advice I, actually made you kind of push away yeah. from what they were were doing already. Yeah, that's right. Weird. Right. Yeah, and so um, it's after that, after I told them that. Um, I remember going to a couple of sessions. Well, with like I remember this particular session I went to, and I did a Spanish song that I had recorded it, and it was. Horrible. I remember coming home and crying, and I'm like, I hated it. Number one, it was, I had no idea how to record this, right? Because usually I had a live band. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a lot different recording, the recording process for English music. And I remember just my, my friend, like, it, look, I'm, I'm just keeping a little bit PG 13, but I remember sure. an exchange of products. So that I could have studio time because my friend really believed in me, you know? Oh, I got you. Got so, you. So I pulled up and it wasn't even like a real session, really. Like this guy just half assed shit, you know? Yeah. He wasn't really getting money for it. Sure. He was getting product, but he wasn't getting money for it. So I remember um, just pulling up and I did everything in one take. Like who does that? You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe sometimes. Yeah, no yeah, auto tune, yeah. no effects, no nothing. Right, like, right, right. Just Straight raw, like nothing, you know, not even a light mix, nothing, nothing to it. And I remember coming home and listening to it, and I just felt so defeated. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? This is horrible. I remember. And one of my homies, an artist from out here, he was like, no, like, no, you can't give up. Like, it's fine. Like, you just got to keep trying. It was just a bad session. You yeah, know? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. But you had just come from that. like very a very professional atmosphere, right? So then, you were used yeah, to like yeah. working professionally, right. and then you go into right. this. Did you think like, oh man, I, maybe I made the wrong choice for a second? Were you like, I, oh I no, did. I did. Oh, oh wow. yeah, I did. But like well, something in I just have like a burning desire in me that just doesn't let me fucking give up, you know? Yeah. And so that it took me a whole year. I was mad depressed like mad depressed during this time people didn't even know you know how depressed i was but i really yeah. was i was going through a really rough time um you know um my family they weren't very supportive at the beginning of it and they just didn't understand it you know like they yeah. were supporting me like 
all right, go ahead, do your thing. But they weren't really involved anymore. Or I just, I could just tell they weren't really vibing, you know? Did you think it's that so they, so did, did they, did you think that maybe they thought you were just going through a phase and maybe you'd be back? Probably. Did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably they did. And so, um, to the how Zelly Vibes came about, well, my real name is Itzel. Mm -hmm. So I can see L. So my family and friends call me Zell. Yeah. Um, so Zell, Zelly. Yeah. So, um, during this whole year, I was trying new things and things to get me create, keep me creative. And so I remember I had this, uh, I had a website and I had a blog where I would just share things that I was interested about, you know, just like fashion, hair, informative things. Like, I don't know. I just, you yeah. know, just post things like that online, just trying this, this whole thing of like trial and error on Instagram, you know, yeah, like yeah, what yeah, would yeah. work for me. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I would have that, I would, I would post that. And then I named it Zelly vibes, like my vibes, you know, right, 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 so, right. So just stuff that oh, I, I fucked with. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So the Zelly vibes blog, that's yeah. what it was. And so, um, when I, I didn't even know I was going to use that as my, as my name, but, because he would be like my name anyways, you know what I mean? But yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that stage thing. Um, but so then that whole year, I remember one time finally I decided to change my Instagram name because I was like, I'm just going to change my Instagram name. Like, is I'm not even doing the, the old shit no more, you know? Yeah. So um, by this time, I'm not even posting any more um, uh, covers or anything like that. Yeah. I'm just kind of like vibing. Yeah. But I am working behind closed doors. Like I am writing, only writing by myself and listening to beats on YouTube and things like that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And so then I, one time I just, yeah, I finally changed the name and I changed it to Zelly Vibes. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna use the blog name for, for now. Right. right. And so, yeah. So I changed all my social medias to Zelly Vibes. And then I remember, um, yeah, I was I was going through that whatever, and finally, I after a whole year of just trial and error, I um finally came across this song that I wrote that is called "Heavy Submarine," yep. which is which is the first song that I ever put out. Wait, 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 wait. We need to stop. We need to stop. Yeah. That was the first song. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, because okay, that's the first song year. that we heard. Um, on yeah. our side, and that was, I mean, it's an amazing song. It's a fucking catchy, dude, low key. I'm gonna tell you right now, this is, and the guys are probably gonna laugh about this, but we'd sing that song all the fucking time before, <laughs> before we go on set, we'd always be like our boat before the shows after we had seen you. Cause it's so, it's one of those songs that just gets caught in your head and it's right, so, yeah. but that was, the, that was your first shot. Right. Well, what? let me tell you. But you know what? A funny story for for your listeners. Yeah. Um. So I remember my friend Carla. She um she was very supportive, and she actually helped me find a studio on Google on Craigslist actually. And let me tell you why. Because I knew only one artist in Las Vegas that did English that did English music. Yeah. And. I, when I when it came to asking him, um, where can I record? He didn't know where to record all of a sudden. And then when it would come down to 
Um, I even asked, I knew he had a studio. Sure. And so I asked him, I was like, hey, um, uh, can I just record at your house? Like, I'll pay you. You know, I'll pay you. Um, I just, I didn't have any, I didn't know where to start. Right. You know, I didn't right. know what to do. I was on my own now. No performance teacher, no manager, no parents or nothing. Yeah. My yeah. own bread, everything, you know? So I'm like, I don't know where to start, whatever. Guess what? Did he tell me? No. Did he Did he help me? No. Did he refer me to anybody? No. He will every, uh, oh, it's broken. Or But he was that damn right recording himself, you know? No, he just yeah. didn't want to help me. He just didn't want to help me. And that's just what it was. Why, why do you and think that was? Um, I just feel like some people are, are full of themselves, you know? Mm. I feel like some people have egos. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Some people have Like maybe he wanted to control people. the situation more and this was his way to control it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe this was like, why is she, like, why, why is she going to do this now? Or, or like maybe some people don't want to help other people and that's just what it is. For real. That's just what it is. There's a lot of the times, and I had to grow from this because I've gone through so much that at one point I felt like that too. Well, nobody fucking helped me. Why am I going to help other people? Mm, mm. You know, why? Yeah. Why? I had to go through all of this. Why, why, why can't you go through everything I went through? You know, wow. mm-hmm. which, which I don't, I don't, I don't think that that way anymore. Yeah. You know? But I did at one point. Yeah. Cause it was, was hardening your heart. It was, it was hardening your right, heart. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still a human being and you know what? It is what it is. Like whatever, you know, yeah. it made me stronger anyways. So, yeah. you know, so after that, after, so after Craigslist, that time, you're on Craigslist. You're looking for yeah, a studio. I'm on Craigslist and, and I pull up to this studio. Yo, Shout out to them because they was trying to, you know what I mean? It was, it was also, they was trying to like, yeah. I pulled up to the studio, it's in a garage, it's in a garage and it's a, it's like a whole family and the husband has his studio in the garage and yo, I have a, a whole breakdown that night because I was going through a breakup at the uh-huh. time, number oh, one, no. I'm already oh, no. dealing with everything else, yeah. right? so I pulled up to the session, it's a garage studio it's hot. I'm 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 by myself. I'm alone. Oh wow! And I'm nervous as hell. I don't even know what I'm doing. I just cry. I just cry mid session. Like oh, I'm, wow. I just start falling out. But I I did finish one track. I did finish one track, and no one will ever 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 in life hear it. <laughs> Never. I've only showed two people ever. Yeah. Um, this DJ that helped me mix Heavy Submarine. Um. Yeah, he helped me mix Heavy Submarine. He didn't. He didn't even know how to mix anything. Yeah, he was one of my DJ friends and was just trying to help me. He just added reverb to it and just called it a day. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll get I'll get into that later. But yeah, so, um, so I had that session. That was my first session, and then after that, I'm like, okay, no, I need to go to another studio. Like, I feel like it can get better. Um, so after that, I just posted on, I had a pretty good following online at this point, right. back when Instagram started and the algorithm was nothing like this. <laughs> I had already like 10,000 followers, you know, yeah, yeah. on it just for my Spanish music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, um. So you had a foundation to at least kind of build on. Yeah. I was pretty popping in, in yeah. Spanish. And Dope. you know what? what's crazy? A lot of the people that were on the come up with me. During that time, they're popping now. Oh wow! They're signed to labels and like they're they're big. They're yeah. like 
they're doing big shit, you yeah. know? So I know that if I would have stayed, yeah, I probably would have blown up. Yeah, uh -huh. I do think so. Yeah. But, but it just, I feel like this was the best choice I could have ever made for myself. I don't care everything that I, that I went through. Like, I would do it all over again because I feel so happy. I feel so successful. I feel so great about yeah. this choice. Like, it makes yeah. me feel so happy. I, I'm finally true to myself, you know? Right. And that's priceless. Like, seriously. And so, um, so yeah, so I posted it online. I said, can anyone please refer me to a studio? And only one person replied to me. And I'm telling you something about people don't want to help. Like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with people. <laughs> 10,000 followers and only one person referred me to a studio. Wow. Finally, they referred me to a studio, Diamond Cut Studios, mm -hmm. and on Industrial. And so I went over there and um, I had a session. My, my girl, D, uh, so, so so supportive, went to the session with me, um, my girl Daisy, and um, yeah, we pulled up with her kid and everything, you know, little, little baby Gabriel, yeah. sleep on the couch, and I'm just, you know, I'm just uh, doing my thing, that's when I recorded Heavy Submarine, and then after that, I sent it off to my, my homie um, from Texas, uh, my DJ homie, and he just threw some reverb on it, I posted it, and it was like crazy. Yeah. People, I, I mean, yes, it was pretty impressive, you know, to be the oh, first wow. song that I ever released. And just to have that support, it was like a dream turned into reality. Like, Well, let me share this with you because as, because now that I'm aware that we, as we were, as that was happening with you and you were, we were, I was aware of it. I was watching it happen. I didn't know that that was the beginning of Zelly Vibes, though. Because, like I said, it sounded... It, it seemed like such a like a complete package already. Like, some of the people that I knew who knew of you had were already speaking very highly of you. But it's... But I understand now. Like, this was like a literal... This was your second attempt at, a, at, a, at taking this on again by yourself. Like, right. So... Wow. So, okay. So that starts to pop. Obviously people are feeling the music right away. Yeah. Is that, is that, um, yeah. is that a good, good feeling for you? Were you like, were you surprised or were you like, yo, oh, yes. I got, I got, I got one. I was. Yeah. Well, you know, it started by, uh, with, with, and during that whole year, mm -hmm. I would, um, perform acapella or sometimes with the beat to my friends and see if my friends fucked with it. Because oh, okay. my whole thing is like, okay, my friends vibe with it, then it's popping, you know? Gotcha. And if it's not, then then I hope that they'll tell me because then I got to <laughs> keep working, you know? Right. But yeah, they loved it. They loved it. They were very supportive over it. And yeah, I remember them being like so shocked and surprised too. They're like, oh my God, this is pretty good, you know? Yeah. And um. But my parents were still not supportive of it. They didn't understand it. They didn't understand what was going on. Right. But they were like, okay, well, she's still doing it. That's cool. You know, it's kind of like, all right, cool. She's okay. She's still doing it. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of the people think, thought, I don't know, that maybe it was just like that. But, I mean, imagine that that's a whole year of working on my sound. 
Right. Plus more. Plus all the other time. Yeah. That, they, that I didn't even release anything. No, this know? was a lifelong a journey. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. it's, I, I, I'm glad you're telling the story because I think, you know, a lot of people... We cover your music on our site too, and I'm sure there's no way people can just deduct that by looking at at the end product. Because no. again, like I said, there's so much. I mean, one of the things that, and I definitely want to get into this with you is like one of the things that you do really, really well, man. Like, and and it's I, I tell other people to watch what you do when you do this is like your eye for your style, your eye for your visuals all the way down to the Instagram, like everything, all those little pieces are so well yeah. thought out, right? And there's also, uh, like, you'll take risks, you'll do all these different things, but they seem so well thought out. Is, like, the style part of what you do, was that something you had at the beginning? Did you already know, like, yo, I'm a, I'm a drop a whole new style on them. I'm going to drop these whole new visuals. I want them to see me in this whole right. new light. Was that something that you had from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was listening at the time when Heavy Submarine came out. I was listening to that style of music. Mm. I was listening to Magic Jordan. I was listening to Kali Uchis. Yeah. Um, Doja Cat. And yeah. you know how popular he is now? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. He was more underground. Um, I was listening to that. Selena has been my number one inspiration. I'm a huge fan of Selena Quintanilla that, you know, unfortunately sure. passed away at a very young age. I'm a very um I'm I'm like a huge huge fan of hers. Um, you know, I feel like she she really paved the way for, for girls like me. You know, sure. when she died, she was she was doing Dreaming of You. She was doing a whole project, um, transitioning to English music. You know, when she passed away, and so I always think about what she would do if she was here. You know, so um, the style I feel like that's something that you just have to mold on the way because. Like, for example, right, the braids, my hair really just happened because I had an accident with bleach. Uh -huh. I left on the bleach for too long. And so it was um, I lost my hair. You uh -huh. know, a lot of people don't even know that, you know, but I lost yeah. a lot of my hair. So um, when I went to the salon, it, they told me I had to they, they couldn't do anything for me for my hair. I needed to wait until it would grow back. So my stylist said that. I either had to do wigs or braids. So I started off with wigs and then I started with, with braids. And then, yeah. so I just felt so much prettier with wearing braids. I felt like it was some, I felt more, much more comfortable, much more prettier. And it was really helping my hair. So that's how that came about. And um, then I just did it for so long that it was to the point where I would take off my braids to let my hair breathe for a bit. And people wouldn't even recognize me without the braids. You oh, know? wow. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, okay, so this is crazy. I didn't plan it to be like that. It just happened. And that was that. Was that. And then after that, the style with what I wear, I just, I don't know. I'm very inspired by Aaliyah, very inspired mm -hmm. by Selena. If you, if, if you were to see photos of me, how I used to dress even before Zelly Vibes, I was very inspired by Selena and Aaliyah, like the same thing. Yeah. Just a, a little bit different, you know? I see that. Yeah, I was yeah, still yeah, wearing yeah, I see the bustiers, yeah. bralettes. I was still doing that. And so um, then after that, I it, it just kind of came afterwards. Like it just, I don't know, like it just came with time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I kind of started seeing like, okay, 
well, I like this, I don't like that. And then um, uh, I started, the reason why I started making turn-up music, Yeah. well, uh, hold on, let me just tell you how I even got my first show. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I really want to be informative for your audience. Absolutely. When I dropped Heavy Submarine, it was uh-huh. only on SoundCloud. I had no idea how to uh, put it on the streaming services, yeah. Yeah, I didn't Uh know how to do any of that. I didn't even know how to even do the whole producer thing, you know, the credits, nothing, like, at all, at all, at all. I didn't know none of that. So it was only on SoundCloud, um, and then I had to learn, you know, I had to educate myself on it. Google and YouTube are your best friends, okay? (laughs) And if I did it, and if I did it, anyone can do it. Like, seriously, if if it's 2020, okay, and you have a phone, you have a way of getting on Google or YouTube, please educate yourself. Please, please. Okay, like, don't go over there just on type of beats and all of that and stealing people's work. You have to do things right. You have to do things right. And it is affordable. There are leases that you can buy. There is ex- exclusive leases or regular leases um that you can work out with the producer whether it's on youtube they have a link or to me it's better to work with producers in person yeah not in person but within like in real life you know right 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 yeah um so for anyone out there that's listening to this do things right please use google and youtube to educate yourselves there's all everything you need to know there how do i get my music on Spotify. How do I? Because believe it or not, there's people who still don't know how to do that. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's important for them to 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 know that. And so my first show came after Heavy Submarine. I only had that song. Um, at the huh. time, DJ Shakespeare from out here from Vegas. He's yeah. very known for uh, trolling on Twitter. Uh-huh. But he was actually a very key um, for a lot of local artists from Vegas. He was running shows, local shows out here in Vegas. And so he gave me my first show uh, with the English music, and I only had one song, right? So then I needed to make another another song or two songs. So, yeah, so I, I um, at this point, by, that, by the time I had my first show, I already had like three songs. Okay. Which is the two other songs are part of Zelly Vibes the mixtape, mm-hmm. which is the first mixtape that I ever had, which includes all my, my earlier work that you can now only find on SoundCloud, oh. by the way. So if anyone wanted to go down to memory lane and listen from my very first English song to my progress till today, it's everything is on SoundCloud. Dope. I didn't just wake up and sound like this, you know? That's why <laughs> I, I I left it too for people to Whenever people uh, tell me, oh, you sound like this so-and-so or whatever, no, sweetheart. No, 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 no. I didn't wake up and just sound like this. I'm not a plant. Like, I really had to put in the work. Yo, to, and if you and if you guys are listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found, go over to platformcollection.com right now, and we'll put that link up right under the video. So you can go check all these things out that she's talking about while you're watching the video. Thank you. Thank yep, you. That's yep. love. Yeah, so... um. So, yeah, so I, I called up all of my homies. I mean, even friends from California came uh-huh. to that show. It was a huge deal, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Yo, this place, I still have a video of this. I'm going to send it to you one of these days. That'd be dope. You can see my first show ever. Man, 
it was popping. The place was packed, like packed. Everyone had came and supported everyone. Like it was so lit. And this was all you self-promoting, yes. getting the word out. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And so it was very successful. So this is when I was like, damn, like this is it. This is it. Like I finally feel like, like this is what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing. I'm on you know, to something. It, it made everything worth it. Then from after that, it's just history. I kept yeah. on working on my sound. Um, I kept working on my sound. I kept working on my diction, which was, if you hear my earlier earlier work, you can notice a difference. Um, I feel like doing English music has gotten my English like like it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my diction wasn't very good. I mean, I'm I've learned. In the past, since 2016 to now, I feel like my English has gotten so much better. I've learned so many new words. I mean, probably everything I, I should have learned in school, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, ser seriously, um, I feel like my diction, I had to learn. I had to enunciate better. And it took a lot for me, a lot of growth for me to even recognize that. Because at the beginning, you know, like, you have such ego. And... And I'm already like like sensitive about my art, you know. And so, sure. Um, when people would tell me like, "Oh, well, I can't understand what you're saying," I, my my response was always like, "Well, you wouldn't tell Young Thug that. You wouldn't <laughs> tell him that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't tell him that. Yeah, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't. And if you really don't know what I'm saying, then the lyric, the lyrics are up online. Yeah, on Genius.com. Yeah. You know. But then I started realizing what is really separating me from a more professional level like you know like what what's holding me back and that's always been my thing to like i feel like there has to be a balance when you're listening to criticism yeah there's constructive criticism and then sure. there's people who just have a fucking opinion you know right, what I mean? right 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 and just because people have an opinion doesn't mean that their opinion is right yeah part, part of this business opinion. being a professional is like um is determining which opinions to listen to that's a big part right, of being right. professional. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Taking, trying things out, trial and error, like trying things out and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, just going with your gut. Like there's a lot of times where, yeah, like I said, it's people's ego. So you kind of got to step back, humble yourself and be the student. Cause we all have to be students before we can master something, you know? Sure. And right. so, yeah, just pretty much, uh, uh, being open to that and finally I was open to it and I saw what it did like you know now it's like my music can really be uh global people can yeah. understand whatever ethnicity you are you can understand yeah and yeah I feel like I still and at that I still have an accent you know but uh -huh. it's still a lot better than it was before like oh like definitely a lot better. Z Zelly, let me ask you this like yeah. the, just because I'm curious about this do you do you think in Spanish? Like when you're thinking in your mind, like the voice yeah. you hear, is it in Spanish or is it in English? Yeah, and I count in Spanish too. Oh, wow. Okay. It's really weird. Yeah. I was telling some of my friends, because some of my friends tell me that, that they say that um, sometimes I speak to them in Spanish, but I don't realize it. Oh, wow. They're like, you just spoke to me in Spanish. And I'm like, no, I didn't. They're like, yeah, you did. I don't know what, like... And oh, a lot wow. of my homies, they tell me that they put two and two together what I'm saying because I mix my Spanish with my English. Yeah. And so they end up realizing what I meant. But yeah, I'd be doing that. And then whenever I go to Mexico, I do the same thing in English. 
So I'm telling you, it fucked me up. It fucked me up. <laughs> no, you know I mean, it sounds it. very challenging. Like, that's why, yeah. I, that's why I was asking because I can't, I think the average listener and the people that are listening right now who maybe don't speak two dialects, right? They might, right. it would be hard for them to understand. And that's why I wanted to bring that to light because that's got to be challenging. If in your mind, the first stuff that's happening is in Spanish, and right. then you're interpreting it as it's coming out constant, like it never stops. It's constantly right. happening all the time, right. every day. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's got to be yeah. challenging. Do you meditate, Sally? Do you like, I what do you do to, what do you do to well, like get that stress off? Yeah. Look at this. I'm going to tell you, I have two calendars. Number yeah. one. Let me I see. Have, Good I have, I have another board where I've divided into three things, right? Let me fucking show you. I divided into three things, which is up next to do self-care. And so, wow. yeah, I cross it. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, yeah. We see, here, let me see if I can bring you on. Uh, boom. Bring up, bring it over a little bit. The other way. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fuck it. And so I just, I just cross them out. I, and that's I in English. Yeah, this is in English, and what? so I write in English. I'm actually better at writing in English because I feel like, um, you know, I kind of got you. I know how to write in Spanish too. Yeah. Um, but I feel like my spelling is better in English. Wow. You know, and two, you know what? Now that I'm that I'm older, it's kind of like whenever I go to Mexico, my Spanish is not even like it was before. I'm telling you, like, this whole thing of being in the middle, it really, like, I feel that's why I have kind of resentment with with that whole thing. Because, yeah, yeah I was grateful because my life, obviously, is better than it was in Mexico. Because right. my parents were able to offer us a better quality of life, mm -hmm. of lifestyle. But did I have to go through a lot? Yeah, maybe there's people... There's people that is harder than other people. There's people that can speak up to seven languages. Sure. There's people that is really tough. You know, there's people that have been here in years, that have been in America for years, and they it's still really challenging for them. You know, like my parents. My dad speaks better English um, than my mom does. But, but yeah, I read a lot, bro. I read a lot. Right now, I'm reading this book that I want to show you. Um, I read a lot. That's how I keep saying. Right now, I'm thinking. Wow. Yep. I'm, I'm reading. I love that book. Real rich. I love I that have, book. I have this other book too. Um, all you need to know about the music business. The Bible. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And so, and a lot of that, and in that, that there's still. So That's a very dense book. That. That's a very dense and very yeah, worthy really book. Yeah. It really is. And um, there's still so many other things, bro. Like I have affirmations. I have it everywhere. Like I have affirmations okay so you are taking care of your mind you are definitely trying to heal the because i mean because oh, yeah. like i said like i i feel like what well, one you're a creative person right so this yeah. is one of the things that i always share with my creative friends is like we have the ability to um if there's something bad it can be really bad because you have such an imagination right. on how to paint the picture oh, yeah. Right. So you're yeah. painting this perfect picture that other people might not be able to do. But then you also have to manage the business side, which takes a different part of right. your brain. You got to write. You got to find creativity. Right. You got to open yourself to the creativity. All these right. things constantly. Does it affect your um, does it affect like what's your day to day? Like is your day to day? Are you uh -oh. able to like how often do you have just time to yourself by yourself? Um. 
I actually just got back from Miami from shooting a video out there. Uh-huh. Um, I got here on on Monday night. And so yesterday is the first day that I slept the whole entire day oh, wow. in the whole year. Like, bro, wow. when I tell you this pandemic, it like didn't slow me down. Like, yeah. it's so crazy. I've had a lot of blessings. I've had a lot of work. And yeah, it's probably the best sleep I've gotten in the whole entire year. Wow. Like I I was so done. I was so mentally exhausted. Like I just woke up to eat and then went right back to sleep. I feel so recharged right now. But my day today definitely, which is what I recommend everybody, is I'm gonna put you on real quick and all your listeners. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um let me tell you something. So I discovered that it's very easy for a human being to um, like be lost in the sauce, you know, like us as human beings is yeah. really easy for us to get lost in the sauce. And it's really easy for us to fall into this like depressive hole. Right. Sure. Yeah. And, and bro, I call them like episodes, like, bro, I, it's very over- overwhelming being an independent artist because number one, I'm a full-time independent artist. Right. And so I have to manage my money well. I, yeah. I had to learn the hard way how to manage my money well. Um, making a lot of sacrifices. Like, bro, like, man, I'd be dropping the bags on all these projects and things that I do. Like, everything is funded by me. Right. So, you got, I'm making pretty decent amount of money and people don't see me in designer and shit like that. But that's because I'm in, investing it. Hell yeah. You know, investing it back into my videos. Very important. Into like everything that I gotta be doing, you know, like promotion, everything. Like it's it's a business. It's a business. And I feel like a lot of people fail to realize Ooh, that important. you are a brand. It's like, okay, it's like Macy's or Sears or any other brand. It's the same thing. You but the only re- the only difference is that you are the, the face of it. You are the CEO, you are the product, you are the manager, you are corporate, you are everything, right? And so um, I had to learn how to, how to manage my money well. That's a very important thing. You oh, have yes. to learn how to make sacrifices. You know, I don't want to hear anybody tell me, oh, but the video is like $500 or $1,000. Okay, but you do eat out, right? You eat <laughs> out, you... Bro, like, I'm telling you, I've made so many sacrifices, like, where a lot of, like, for the longest, like, a lot of my clothes and things was more, like, gifts, you know? The only only times I ever really spend money on is when I have videos, Mm -hmm. you know? And and things like that for, like, outfits or certain looks that I'm looking for. But other than that, like, you know, I got to do a thrift store. Like, I got to do what I got to do to offer the quality that my audience deserves because they're really be going hard for me. And it's just a business. Like, you just got to invest. You can't think that, oh, I want people to invest money in me, buy my merch and buy this and that, when you don't even want to invest in yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you want people to invest, to to spend money on you when you don't even want to spend money on yourself? Like, Ooh. it just doesn't doesn't add up. You know, it really Fire. doesn't. Fire and bars. So, yeah, bro. And so learn, I've learned how to, how to, how to balance that. And uh, even getting up on the days that I don't feel like getting up because you don't have a schedule. You're not clocking in, but 
you know what? You know when you realize if you clocked in, when you see the results, if you if you see the consistency, you know. And I think that's that's what separates separates a lot of the people. Yes, uh, huge. Being real artists and being professional than the people that are just doing it to see if something happens. You know, I can't. I can't. Like if I'm really, I'm really risking it, risking my all. Like I'm really doing this. You know, I said to myself, like I'm I'm really gonna give it my all, and that's that's. I feel like that's been my thing and being resourceful because yes, do I wish I had the $10,000 for budget for the videos? Yes. But it's going to look like it. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to make yeah. it, I'm going to make sure that it looks like it. I'm going to make sure that it looks like I have the the $10,000 budget. And you're you know, doing and an amazing job at that, man. Honestly, it, you're doing you, an man. amazing job at that. Guys. It's so it's so inspiring too to hear. I think it's super important, especially for for the ladies and the artists that the the female artists coming up that you run your show. You know what I mean? Like right. that is that is such a must. Like the um, the ownership of the resources may not always be there, right, for everybody, but. The ownership of the ideas and the creative is something that should be so protected and you do right. that so well. Like it's you, Thank you. And now, and now for people who may have doubted, right now, you know that that signature sound, the, the everything she's doing, that's her, that's her action. It might as well be her handwriting because that's right. actually her. She's stamping all of that stuff. Dude, I don't want to, uh, we're coming up against the clock, but I want to, I want to ask you a few real quick questions, stuff that I've been wondering yeah. about. Um, okay. So when you're, if you had to tell people, well, let's start with this one. Cause I love to ask this question. If, if you are your own, you are your own manager, right? Basically your own, you're, right. you're the, at least the, the last word on everything. Yeah. If you had unlimited resources, right? If somebody gave you unlimited resources, you as your own manager, what does Zelly Vibe need right now that yeah. would put you to the level that you want to be working at right now? Like, what would need to happen? Well, honestly, I feel very successful with what I have because it's real. Like, I feel like I I started to focus on the people that were around me. I started building with the people that are around me. Mm. Definitely. You know, whenever you 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 contact people to work with a budget, people are gonna work with you. You know what right, I mean? Right. But you you can't be crazy and expect everything fucking for free. You know, some people will collaborate with you. Some people, like you have to respect it. You know, and yeah, just come at yeah. them correct. Um. But you know, I feel pretty successful. And and uh. But if you if I had unlimited resources, I feel like honestly, it would just be um uh. I would say features yeah. with artists that I want to work with yeah. and everything promotion. Like promotion. I would gotcha. drop a bag on billboards, drop a bag on more playlisting. I would drop a bag on YouTube ads, Instagram yeah. ads, Facebook ads. That's it. Yeah. Just ads, ads, ads. Dope. I would that even hire a street team. I would hire a street Ooh, team fire. to pass out everything to be with signs, all of that. Yeah, I would do that. There you go. Yeah. Um, dude, I definitely want to have you on again. We're going to do, um, as you were saying that right now, I just it just realized you'd be perfect for this. We're going to have a panel of artists on soon um, oh, where we talk to like four or five artists about just like about stuff like that, about marketing and thoughts that go into that and how to utilize yeah. your resources so that we can really give something to the community that they can watch and go like, oh, this is how you do it. Here's an example of five people who do it 
This is, and they're telling you literally, this is how I did it. And, right. and guys, if you're listening, I mean, she laid it out for you. If you have any excuses, if you have anything, she just literally laid it out for you. Plus, on top of the challenges of not even coming here as this being her first language, that wasn't even there, right? Mm-hmm. The, the traveling, the early working, the stuff with her family, the, all everything. And she still found the way to push through that. Dude, honestly, I'm, I'm inspired, Zelly. I'm, I'm super glad we got you on the show finally. You've been Thank on our you. list for a while, and we, I'm glad. To, I'm hope, hopefully, you'll be a regular now. You'll just come through anytime yes, you need. Please. You know, anytime you want to come through and promote yes. something, you just call us, and, and you're on for sure. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Part of my, um, part of my life purpose really is to uh, tell others what has helped me you know, Amazing. to hopefully inspire them to hopefully for them to grab whatever works for them and apply it to their life. Cause, cause you know what? It's like everyone has their own blueprint. Right. Yeah. But, but I hope that, that I can give you some type of insight. I don't want to hold the knowledge. I want to pass it on. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's enough light for, for all of us to shine. Yeah. And you know, I just feel like I, I love this opportunity really Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for uh, allowing artists like myself, you know, to just come here and express ourselves and share our testimony. And and I really hope that your listeners were able to take something from this. And it, it's th- like for real a pleasure. I I value these moments so so much. Me too. And I can't wait to be back and share more. Like there's there's guys like there's still so much. Hell yeah. So much. Dude, literally, yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, and so the my my listeners can keep me to this. So they're hearing me say it. They know I'm gonna keep the promise if I say it. Zelly, if you're literally just at home and you're like, you know what, I just thought of a good idea for a show. Hit me up. We'll make it happen for sure. I Thank think you I so think it's I, I think it's important you. that people hear stories like yours. I think it's super powerful, especially right now. When people are looking for answers, you know, people are looking for answers. Um, And you're, dude, by the way, another thing, total side note, guys, if you're an artist and you're trying to come on a show, this is what you do. This is what she just did is what you do. Just let it out, y'all. Like, it's, we, we aren't shit without each other. We need to be able to help each other. We need to be able to add to each other a little bit like Spice. Right. Like that's all we're doing is trying to spice each other's life a little bit and hopefully find some kind of healing in that. And thank you so much for doing that, dude. Um, guys, follow Zelly Vibes, follow everything she's doing. Again, if you're li- if you're listening to this on the audio version, you can go to platformcollection.com, watch the video version, and you'll also see Zelly's links there. You can also go to platformcollection.com, just type in Zelly Vibes and, and see the stuff that we've covered. So, dude, please Send all your music over. Make sure that we Thank have you, it well represented. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Yes. That's the homegirl Zelly vibes, man. Uh, what can I say? She's one of the good ones. You know, um, man, I'm going to tell you this, dude. The very first time I saw Zelly, I was like, oh, what's going on here? What is this? Is this real? Is this? Because it looks so polished already, right? And. This is why I wanted to have her on the show, because I wanted to know for myself, like, yo, I see the vision. I see the things. What is this authentic? Is this something that that we can get behind as a as a company, as a as a community? And now I know the answer. Absolutely fucking yes. Zelly Vibes is the real deal.
There's no doubt about that. She is the real deal. That's she manages her own shit. She just told you everything she puts into the video. That's her. She's putting that. She funds it. Man, I know there's a lot of you rappers out there right now listening and going, I better shut the fuck up. I complain too much. You do complain too much. She's winning. Uh, cheers for Zelly Vibes. Um, I'm even more of a fan now than I was before. So super dope. And I'll tell you this, the Fresh Day rides for Zelly Vibes. If you know about the Fresh Day, we ride for Zelly Vibes. We're always playing her music. We think it's dope. Um, we see the vision. So, guys, platformcollection.com. Go there. Like I said, follow Zelly Vibes everywhere. You can just type it in. And she does really, uh, when researching the show, she really does have a, a, a great um, history documented online. So go there. And then she also said SoundCloud. You'll click the link at platformcollection.com as well when this comes out. And uh, you'll see. You'll see for yourself. The vibes run deep. The roots run deep. She's not playing. Zelly vibes. We'll see you guys next time. Um, go to platformcollection.com. Buy some merch. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Tell people about the show. Uh, shout out to Vegas if you're tuning in because I know Zelly represents Vegas. Shout out to Vegas. Hold your, hold your head, y'all. Um, and keep each other safe. We'll talk to you soon. I know the finish line. I ain't touch it. Perfection to a perfectionist. Who knows he isn't perfect. Blessings, I earned him. I count them all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the hands. I still.